Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with News and Views from the Nefarium on Wednesday, September 6, 2017. I'm doing this a little early because I have a commitment on Thursday for a friend's birthday party, so we are doing this early because uh, I won't be able to do it tomorrow. In any case, um, Interesting news coming out of Europe. Before we get to that, don't forget there's a vid chat this Friday at uh, 7 p.m. I'll probably start early as usual, about 6.30, maybe even earlier, depending on the amount of questions I get. But the members vid chat is on Friday. Anyway, Europe has some interesting information coming out of it. Uh, I want to talk about a recent statement of the German Foreign Minister, Siegmar Gabriel. Uh, this is an article that appeared in uh, RT Russia Today on August 30th, so not too long ago, last week. Uh, if you don't know, Germany is in the midst of its wind-up of the federal election cycle. German federal elections are later this month. Um, According to the polls that I've seen, the last ones that I've seen, Chancellor and Merkel is leading her opposition candidate comfortably by about 10 to 15 points. Uh, in, in some respects, I question these polls because, again, it's her policy that's been driving hers and Soros that's been driving the immigration crisis in Europe. So I wonder just how really popular she is. But in any case, that's what the polls are showing. The election is hers to lose. And in the midst of this, her foreign minister, who is a member, in fact, of the opposition party and is part of the coalition government that she has been running with the SDP, the Social Democrats, she herself, of course, is a Christian Democrat, CDU, as it's called in Germany. And Foreign Minister Gabriel made an interesting statement, and I want to read a few paragraphs from this article, and then I'm going to try and dissect or give you my high-octane speculation as to what I think is really going on here. It's politics as usual, but in Europe and Germany's case, usual is uh, something different than most of us experience. Anyway, here we go. Quote, Germany's top diplomat has backed the suggestion of Social Democrat SDP leader and Chancellor hopeful Martin Schulz, who has pledged to rid his country of U.S. nukes. Washington, meanwhile, is pressing ahead to modernize its nuclear stockpile. Zygmar Gabriel's remarks came at the end of his official visit to the U.S. Wednesday. This is last week. Quote, Certainly, I am convinced that it is important to finally talk again about the arms control and disarmament, unquote, Gabriel told the DPA news agency as quoted by the Frankfurter Allgemeine Zeitung newspaper. Quote, that's why I think Martin Schultz's words that in the end, we need to get rid of the nuclear weapons in our country are right, unquote. Last week, Schultz, the SDP uh, candidate for chancellor, pledged to get rid of the U.S. nukes if elected. Quote, as German chancellor, I will champion for the withdrawal of nuclear weapons stationed in Germany, unquote. Schultz said in Trier, addressing a campaign rally. Quote, Trump wants nuclear armament. We reject it, unquote. Now, I'm skipping here several paragraphs. 
and uh, toward the middle of, of the article, quote, senior Russian officials have expressed similar attitudes toward the United States' Cold War relics still deployed in Germany. Quote, American nuclear weapons in Germany are relics of the Cold War. For a long time, they do not serve the implementation of any practical tasks and are subject to being thrown down the dustbin of history, unquote. Sergei Nachayev, chief of the Russian Foreign Ministry's department responsible for relations with Germany, said on December, pardon me, in December of 2016, the United States, meanwhile, is upgrading its B-61 bombs, some 200 of which are stored in Europe. The non-nuclear assembly of the new B-61-12 modification was successfully tested for the second time earlier this month. It is expected to have significantly expanded capabilities, which might raise the likelihood of it being unleashed, according to politicians and military experts. Earlier this year, President Donald Trump proposed a $1 trillion program to modernize America's nuclear arsenal, claiming that the U.S. had fallen behind on nuclear weapon cap uh, capability, unquote. Now, final paragraph here, quote, we have to spend more than 70 billion euros on arms per year upon Trump's and Merkel's will, unquote, Gabriel wrote, uh, adding that it would not improve the situation anywhere. Quote, every German soldier who is deployed overseas tells us there's no security and stability that can be reached through weapons or military force, unquote. Now, this is interesting to me because uh, at the same time, very quietly, Germany has been doing several things behind the scenes. And if, you, if you're not following this, this would make it sound like, well, it's politics as usual in Germany. The Germans don't like the nuclear, our nuclear weapons being stored there. They want them out. Well, folks, I've been one of those that for many years, many, many years, has been maintaining that Germany is, so to speak, a turn-screw or turn-the-screw nuclear power and probably a thermonuclear power, just like Japan. In other words, we've got all the components. All we need to do is put them together and turn the screws and assemble it, you know. Uh, Germany, as well as Japan, closed the nuclear fuel cycle decades ago. In fact, in Germany's case, I believe it was in the early 1960s or the late <clears throat> 1950s. But in any case, the cycle has been closed in Germany for a very, very long time. Now, more recently, I've been blogging, this occurred about two or three years ago, maybe longer, about the recent merger of the big German armaments firm, Rheinmetall, with the large French armaments firm, I think it was called Nextdoor, and this was in preparation for the creation of a common European defense force. I've also written in my books how German companies are involved, heavily involved, in the manufacture of components, and some argue, the Russians argue, actually do make most of France's submarine, newest submarine-launched ballistic missile, as well as, here it comes, the thermonuclear warheads, <laughs> okay? So while everybody's focused on North Korea's nuclear pop gun, uh, you know, the Russians have been quietly, and I think making an arguably good case, that Germany has been involved in thermonuclear arms production, and that means de facto Germany is a thermonuclear power for a very long time. Now, why is all of this important? Because 
I think what you have here is a bit of politicking playing to the German public. But also, I think what you have is that the opposition, remember, Chancellor and Merkel's government is a coalition government. Sigmar Gabriel being a case, of, a case in point, because he, of course, is a member of the opposition party. And I suspect what this is going to do is Merkel, if she's reelected, which looks very likely, is going to start claiming to be under pressure, while at the same time, Germany has been expanding, the Bundeswehr has been quietly expanding the number of foreign units that are directly under Bundeswehr command. The Czechs have committed certain units. This is supposed to be the core of the European Defense Force. Now, you'll notice that Germany's pressing ahead with this, regardless of what anybody else in Europe is going to do. All right, remember the European Union is under severe threat. Germany's pressing ahead with this. There are Dutch units already committed to this, Czech units in the Czech Republic, and so on. So I really think what this is going to be used as is, number one, political capital to, to get rid of American nuclear weapons eventually in Europe. And at the same time, they're going to argue, well, if the Americans are taking their nuclear weapons out of Europe and rebasing troops from Western Europe into Eastern Europe, Poland and the Baltic states, Romania, and so on, then we need to make very sure that we have a secure European defense. And, you know, Germany is going to be at the heart of this, as will France. And this is going to be used. This is nothing new. There's, there's no real change here, as far as I can tell. In German politics, this is for show. In other words, largely is what I'm arguing. Um, the, the Germans and French will press ahead with this regardless of what happens. And uh, as I said, this, the, the, the involvement of Germany in the nuclear fuel cycle and uh, very covertly over many, many years in uh, the actual manufacture of components for thermonuclear weapons for the French, this really is a way that uh, we saw Germany use between World War I and World War II to rearm itself by farming out components of weapon systems to different companies based overseas or doing business overseas. So nothing new here, folks. Uh, I think Merkel will probably win, unfortunately. Uh, but I do think that this is a sign that we can watch for the Germans to be putting some pressure on the Americans to remove at least from German soil its nuclear weapons. Now that may, in fact, pro may in fact happen. I suspect it will. Uh, this will still leave U.S. nuclear weapons on other nations' territory. And in fact, what I suspect is going to happen, unfortunately, is once Germany does this, Poland will step in and accept uh, nuclear weapon storage on its soil. And of course, that's going to upset the Russians. So lots to watch. There's other news about Germany uh, and China, which I may be blogging about. Uh, later this week. I haven't made my final blogging selection of what I'm going to blog about from all the articles that people send me. I'll probably do that on Saturday. But in any case, very important to watch the German elections coming up later this month. I suspect as a result, you're going to see subtle shifts when Merkel is reelected. 
I think you're going to see subtle shifts in German and European defense and security policy. And I think we've just been handed our first clue with uh, Foreign Minister Gabriel's remarks. Anyway, don't forget the members vid chat tomorrow at, or not tomorrow, on Friday at 7 p.m. I'm usually starting those earlier, uh, so I probably will start about 6.30. Then again, we have the pre-chats before that. I'll probably show up a couple hours early just to chat and talk with people. Uh, in the chat room like we usually do. So that's it for today's news and views. Lots going on. Um, this is going to be a difficult week, I have to tell you folks, to, to blog about because looking at some of the articles I've been getting coming in, it's going to be very, very difficult to make selections this week of stories to talk about. Anyway, that's it for today, and we'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.